Welcome to the Brilliant Tales! We are back with the guard for another episode. Are you guys ready? Because I'm ready. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready? <laughs> uh, ready because I'm Eric, I'm the Dungeon Master. I am Colleen, I'll be playing Talisa, your uh, frequent dose of shenaniganery with her new pet, Toki. With the side of frog. With the side of frog. Oh, I'm the rule of Kelton, the Urson Barbarian, leader of this, um, shenaniganery. <laughs> I'm Paul, I'm gonna be playing Axel, your manic Urson fighter. Murdering is more like it. You forgot that you're <laughs> murdering. I haven't killed anybody yet. You what like about those eight guys on the boat, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you killed four. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't killed. I haven't killed anybody yet. I don't know what you're talking about. You killed like three <laughs> people in one fell swoop. What are you talking? Technically, it was four and then three. Uh, four people twice. Because <laughs> I quite literally have nine, a nine body count. <laughs> um, do goblins really count as people, though? I, I, resent, I resent that fact. <laughs> anyway, I'm Caitlin. I'll be playing Beacon, the Team Mom cleric. Yes, the, because Team yeah. Mom is an actual subclass now. Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> if it wasn't before, it totally should be. It totally should be now. Like, I'm honestly surprised the somebody hasn't homebrewed that yet. Subclass <gasps> Team Mom. So, so for anyone mom. wondering, yes, I apparently will be having to now build the homebrew subclass of a Team Mom Cleric. Alright, so last time we left off, we left off with you guys having destroyed, mostly destroyed anyway, Sigurd's ship. You guys got away, with it still on fire, you did not look back, Sorry, not sorry. you made it all the way back to the barracks. After hauling ass. And then you guys kind of went your own way to, to do some end of day stuff. Because you finally finished your first friggin' day of work <laughs> five episodes later. Holy crap. <laughs> if we turned and looked back, would it have turned anybody into a pillar of salt? No, but you'd have at least seen the, the depth of the, the breadth of the damage you have done. Sorry, not sorry. I mean, hey, I gave you the idea to Reference burn the damn thing down. Goes so. whoosh. I was like, the team decided. The team decided to burn, to to let this you use the in a courage. Except for Kelton, Kelton didn't say that it was a good idea or a bad idea. Valerie stayed pretty quiet during that that entire discussion. However, I digress. When you guys got back to the barracks, Axel went the fuck to sleep. <laughs> he was done with the day so much he just went to sleep. Talissa My ass was tired her... from cleaving bitches. <laughs> Talissa brought her old friend Sandra to the infirmary. Beacon, meanwhile, went to the church to say a little prayer and text her husband. Why you text husbands in church? I don't know why that's a thing. <laughs> you have to ask Beacon. But <laughs> Kelton Kelton 
went and talked with the captain and had a rather level conversation with him. Is that what we call it? Yeah. Yeah. It was an interesting conversation, and that all ended with someone barging in with news of Lord Drakesh's army making landfall in Solandara, which is a small town to the north of the city of Piscoli. About half a day's march. So there's now an army to the north, an army to the south. And you guys are stuck in between. Stuck in the middle with you. Clouds to the left of me, jokers to the right. And stuck in the middle. We just like you. being in the middle of things. Hey, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being stuck in the middle. Um, however, we're not going to dwell on what happened yesterday. We're going to skip to the very next morning. Because Kelton was so done with that day. I just imagined Kelton finished the mug he was on and said, fuck this shit and went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that, that's accurate. <laughs> finished the mug and the smoke he was on and went the fuck to sleep and said, I'm done with this bullshit. <laughs> I beat you he, to it. He had adult priorities that he had to deal with first before he could just go to bed. That is my adult mm-hmm. priority. Going to bed is the adult priority? Yup. So I he's not understand. as murdery. Pretty much. I said, when irritated, I am angsty. No. Literally in my back, in my description. No. When you're irritated, you are murdery. There's a difference. <laughs> Alright, so Mysterious we're going to start organs, off with the next Very angsty if irritated. We're going to start angsty off with the next Angsty is morning. more like self-directed and murder is more Ang- other-directed. Next morning, let's go. Yes, next morning. Alright. <laughs> Moving on with the next morning for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> You, it has now been three days. The meeting's already happened. You missed your meeting with Ma. You all overslept. <laughs> now assassins are cutting your throats in the middle of the night. Now we're all new characters. Uh, Except and... Kelton, because Kelton had every intention and had the money, so Kelton's life was spared. And Drakesh is, you know, just took over the city. No, 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 not yet. Well, not in three days? You he's got to get here first. Oh. He's got he's to... Gotta, Get his army, make sure they're all fed, make sure they can walk, blah, blah, blah. Isn't that Slither? <laughs> and isn't Lila the one that's in charge of getting them? Yeah, or, well, no, she she got them to the coast. So, so the next I, I morning. I think job's done. <laughs> Take four. So the, the next morning. Take four. Okay, so the next morning, you guys are all going to go to breakfast pretty early. But each of you, I will let you do one thing before breakfast. I'm going to go in order of the way we introduced to determine who's going to do what in the mornings. Kalissa, you're first. What is the one thing you're going to do before breakfast? I would like to go to the armory, but I'm realizing Beacon has all of my items, so I can't really upgrade my weapons. So we're going to go ahead and say that when you got back to the barracks, Beacon gave you your stuff back. Okay, then There's I went not out enough of, time uh, left in the day for you to, to do that. 
So Beacon, go ahead and take that off of your inventory, and it's back. You, you just gave it back to Talissa, and you said, here you go, I'm tired of carrying your shit, we're back home. It's like, handing your 12, you're like, it's like handing your five-year-old a backpack and saying, we're home, there's, no much more, there's not much more trouble you can cause. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not too far off, but... <laughs> yeah, and then I'm going to head straight to the armory. Mm-hmm. You get there, and there's a black... Um, this shifts blacksmith um, at the forge working on working on a something. Hmm. He's got his back turned to you, so he doesn't notice you right away. I'm just gonna, like, slowly walk up, or quietly creep up there, and just be like, Hiya! Good morning! He jumps. He jumps a little bit. And he, it goes, Ch-chink! He turns around, and in his hand, you see a glowing red-hot long sword and in the other you see his forging hammer mm. <sighs> what are you doing sneaking up on me like that child sorry it's just part of my charm and she's just gonna give like a toothy little innocent grin <laughs> what do you need so she's going to pull out the bone golem shard and she's like, I would like to add this to my current weapons. Okay. What do you want? You just want a sword? Uh, can I add them? Can you like add things to my chakra and make it more stabby, stabby, necrotizy, necrotizy? Okay. I'd have to get the, the, the Koshkin. Oh, blacksmith to do it but give me a couple days and we'll see what we can give us a couple of days and we'll see what we can do he might be able to use the shard to create a chakram yes it's not impossible well that'll work okay and he he drops his forging hammer and hands it and reaches it out towards you as if to get the weapon and she's just gonna like give him the bone shard in his hand and just be like, okay, do you need like uh, any money now, later? I don't know how this works. I'm very new to it. It's only my second day. Well, because you're asking for a special item, this, this specific, this smith, normally we smiths switch on a rotating schedule every day every two days something like that beyond that it does require us to pay to pay each other extra to cover specific racial weaponry so i would say probably based on what you're looking for you're probably looking at around 50 to 100 gold depends on exactly how long it takes him oh sugar snaps What can I do for 20 gold? <clears throat> That's if you have to pay now. Oh. Well, that's true, but I'm not going to have it in two days. Okay, plus Are the factor sure? of they can hold it till you pay it off. Oh. But I want it now. <clears throat> Remember? I want... Uh, I'm young. I want things now. Instant gratification. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, if now is what you're looking for. The quickest we can, the quickest thing we can do is obviously it's a pretty straight looking bone piece. So we can turn it into a, so, a short sword or a long sword pretty quick. Depends what your what your what's useful to you. Uh, let's do a short sword then. Short. Yeah. Okie dokie. Then uh, come back tomorrow with uh. Well, if you want the magic fully intact, it'll be thirty-five gold. If you don't care about the magical properties, fifteen. I want to keep the magic intact. Thirty-five gold. All right. Do tomorrow, All or right. on whenever you come back for the weapon. Okay, sounds good. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. All right. He takes it from you and he turns around, puts the sword he was working on in the water, cools it down, and you hear the hiss and you see the steam come out. And then, as you're leaving, he's muttering to himself, "I don't know whether but fucking want a bone turned into a goddamn sword. Whatever. These kids these days are weird as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Steel works much better than bone. I don't know what the fuck is." And he's just mumbling to himself at this point as you're leaving. Um, and I'm... now you're headed on to breakfast. Yep, yep. All right. Kelton! What's Kelton doing when he wakes up? Going to breakfast. All right, so you're the first one at breakfast. You get a... There's, like, two people before you. Both of them are Ursins as well, and both of them are actually fat. They are the fat bears. <laughs> You're muscular. They're not fat. You're They're built. Fluffy. No, they have shape. Their You're... shape is round. Yes, they are They're round fluffy. shaped. Kelton is the first one who's actually got any muscle to them. The others are literally like the dumb brutes. They can beat shit up because they are bear man. man if they man. were not bear man, they would not be. <laughs> they would not be quite so uh, intimidating. They would just have to roll all over their enemies. I'm going to sit on you. <laughs> so you have your pick of whatever it is you want. They have... The, the, the chef cooks pretty well. I'm going to roll a d10. Let's see how well today's breakfast actually looks appealer-wise. Well, it was a two. This isn't the normal cook. <laughs> it's a newbie. It's a rookie, yep. Or they're just too hungover to give a shit. <laughs> Kelton is going to get a large oh. helping of whatever looks the most appetizing. Uh, it's probably bacon that's like floppy and undercooked-ish and not crispy <laughs> as bacon should be. And, you know, sausages that are well overcooked and they're just chunks of char. Mm-hmm. The eggs are okay. The eggs are okay. They did a decent job with the eggs. He, he will probably grab some eggs as well then. <laughs> Alright, so you're going to go ahead and do all of that, and you're just going to grab a real quick light breakfast because of how badly it looks this morning. 
And then grab a uh, table and wait for his uh, his crew to get there. Fantastic. Oh, they do serve ale, so you oh. can have you can you can have ale or mead or something light. They don't mind light alcohol before before work. That's okay. That's acceptable. He'll grab the biggest cup of uh, <laughs> mug of alcohol allowable and and just drink that as he uh, chokes down this uh, this meal. So. Th- so the the guard barracks here actually has three size cups. They have one for the small races, so avum and dwarves and goblins. They've got medium sized for the uh, humans and koshkins and people who drink normally. And then they have essentially like a big gulp, like the extra large big gulp cup that you can go get from Seven Eleven. They have one of those. And it listed next to it as Urson and Orc. He obviously would be grabbing the uh, Urson-sized cup. The big and, gulp. Uh, <laughs> and that is what he would be drinking on. Fantastic. Now you see... Now you're you're done, so we're going to go ahead and move on over to Axel. Axel, what is your one thing you wanted to do before breakfast? He wakes up, he does his whole stance existing thing. Does his little yep. yoga stretch bullshit taekwondo yep. bass, and then he's gonna head to the armory, and he's going to requisition a um, Urson battle axe that I had lost because of fire and deciding to walk away. But um, Urson war axe, sorry, my mistake. The Urson war axe, okay. Yes. He tells you but... it's gonna take three days for the Urson uh, blacksmith to come on duty. That's fine. But he'll get it done that day. It's not a problem. But I'm going to uh, re- request um, the factor of a regular battle axe to replace the missing sidearm. Oh yeah, that's that's not going to be a problem for him to do for you. He actually just hands you one right off the wall and just says, "Here you go." I'll bring it back. Hopefully. Um, he does stop you when he's when you're requesting the Urson War Axe. He's like. So we just got these uh, this weird bone in. Apparently, it's got some kind of magic. <laughs> you want any of that embedded in your in your product? Sure. All right. Well, we'll see. I'll have him see what he can do. There might be some left over after we're done making it into a uh, short sword. Works for me. Look, it's a little long to be a short sword all by itself. So may as well make it useful. Actually question is there and this is for the dm would it be possible mm-hmm. for me to and eh, never mind i was gonna say i could honestly sit there and just say hey trade like get a regular great axe give him my great axe to add that onto the great axe and then swap back you can ask but no eh, no i'll just go with the battle axe because it gives me <laughs> to keep it and not lose it yep no worries so, yep, that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to head to breakfast. Okay. So you're headed to breakfast. Calissa's headed to breakfast. Kelton's already at breakfast. Next up is going to be Beacon. Beacon, you woke up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> you're actually feeling pretty good, pretty confident now that your first, her first, uh, Talissa's first day of work is over. What possibly could go wrong today? Oh, goodness. 
Throw it out uh, there. Just throw it out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's already, you know. Oh my god, it's gonna be fun. Okay, so I guess since she already touched base with uh, hubby and the god, the gods the night before. Um, do 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 do. She does what she always do. Um, touches base at the infirmary first thing. So okay. she goes there and checks to see if there's any little things she can do before breakfast. Sweep the floors, check the stock, um, see if there's any potential little extra potions, maybe, that she can accidentally nip into her pack. <laughs> so when you get to the infirmary this morning, you see a sign on it that says in like seven languages to ensure people understand completely and thoroughly quarantine no admittance oh no and the door is locked balls is there any other storeroom or anything like that for supplies medical supplies oh, yeah. or anything like that that she can access oh, yeah. that is not in the infirmary oh yes Okay, then that's where she's going. Okay. Then you go there and you do find that there are a couple of med medical packs, but there's also, which will give you advantage on um, medicine checks. But there's also going to be a, uh, a, a small number of potions. It looks like they've pulled some recently, but if you want to grab them, I will roll a, I will roll a dice and see how many there are. Yeah, you roll that dice. <laughs> you roll that dice. Good DM. Please. And thank you. Okay. There are three. Three of those same 2d4 plus two health potions. Um, well, I used two, so I don't want to take the last of the last, so she'll take two of those three then. Okay. That's perfectly acceptable. So you go ahead and you're going to take two? Yep. That was the right. 2d4 potions. Y'all are a really nice party. Most other parties probably would have just taken all of them and said, fuck y'all, and moved on with their life. It's, it's <laughs> Who else needs she's, to heal? She's not going to take the last of something. You know, I mean, it's not right. And we only use two. Um, but you said there's also the med kits too. But well, I have spare yeah. the dying. So, but well, yeah. But there there are med kits because what happens if you go down? So yeah, no. There fair. Are med kits. Uh, how many med kits are there? She'll take a couple of those bitches to chuck. There's it. about a dozen. Okay. Well, I guess she'll take three of those to chuck it, bitches. I don't know. That way each of them has a chance to heal you and bring you back once if necessary. You're making me feel like I should take six and leave six and <laughs> make sure they each have two chances of I, doing such a thing. I told you there were a dozen. <laughs> yeah, no, she'll just take three. Yeah, she's she's mom. She understands, you know. 
mm-hmm. can't take the last of something and you know you can't take more than your fair share so two okay. potions three med kits yeah and now, she's got to lug all this crap to breakfast yeah like correct now i will say on the potions they're the same potions you guys had yesterday but i didn't describe them too much what they actually have on them is they have a label that says T1 for Tier 1. They're Tier 1 potions. So as gar- as the level of guards you are, you only have access to the low to the low level healing potions. So if you guys stay in the guards and you guys do increase level and rank and all of that, you'll get access to higher healing potions. But for now, that's all you have are the Tier 1, 2D4, plus 2s. All right, so you go ahead and you go to breakfast. Uh, let's go ahead and, aside from Kelton, all three of you roll initiative to see what order you guys show up in breakfast. See how quickly each of your tasks work. You're going to make me do stuff. Yeah, well, roll initiative. I think it's uh, D20 plus Dex, so 14. Oh shit, hold on. What's my dex? 18. Axel got an 18. Talissa got a number. I think my dex is. Beacon, you got a what number? Uh, 14. 14? Okay. She took an extra minute to deliberate between how many med kits and how many potions she should take. Because she was tempted to take all three. She was tempted to clear the shit out, but. Then she has to carry all of it, and that sounds like a pain in the ass. So, mm-hmm. quite literally, because she has a nine strength, so <laughs> there's only so much she can fucking carry. I just need to listen to her. I have a feeling it's going to be like a four. She rolled a two. I think my mod. I think had, my mod modifier is so a, a that two. plus her dex mod plus so. two. I'm pretty sure it sounds like Talissa's last. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start off with Axel. Kelton, you see him come in. It's not hard to miss. <laughs> it's not hard to miss another Urson walking in. There are not very many of you. And the fact but, that I'm not fat. Yeah, right? It, a not fat bear walks in the room. <laughs> um, Axel, the same quality of food is there waiting for you, so you Dish yourself up a very careful plate, I presume. Yep. And have a seat with Kelton. Yep. Kelton's gonna do the head nod of male acknowledgement. Agreed. Axel does the same before he starts lunging into food because he's starving. And as Axel starts shoving his face, Beacon walks in. And Beacon, the foods you see is a 2 out of 10. So you tell me what Beacon would do about food. Oh, where's the kitchen? <laughs> Are you going to go make your own real quick? Oh, she's going back there and she's fixing this. Okay. Okay, so fantastic. She's she's fixing this. She's she's taking over the kitchen now. Like Oh, Lord. <laughs> Not even caring this. She's just like, do you need help, honey? I, I know it's your first 
day. And and I know this I don't know this kitchen as well as I do the infirmary, but you know, I, I can I know my way around a little bit. Do you need help, hon? <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and have you roll a wisdom a wisdom check. Just roll and add your wisdom. And because you're a mom, I will let you add your proficiency bonus. Because moms should be proficient with cooking. <laughs> uh, so it's just a D20 plus... D20 plus two whiz. plus your um, wisdom modifier. Uh, I rolled a 19 plus five. Okay. So 24. You said a 24? Yeah, because my whiz is a plus three and my proficiency bonus is a plus two. And I rolled a 19. Okay. Uh, right, so you actually get in there and you whip up a brand new batch and your batch comes out definitely better than the two. But what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you roll a d10 with advantage to see what quality your food comes out. Oh, fun. Oh, if you roll higher, if you roll lower than a two for both of Three. those, you're gonna roll a third time until you're higher than a two. <laughs> okay. Well, I rolled a three the first time and a six. No, the second time. Okay, so you got a six. Much better. This is three times better looking food than it was previously. It's at least definitely appears to be edible. <laughs> Helton goes and gets second breakfast. Like <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you do. <laughs> and Beacon's so, just doing that thing that you do when you cook, where you just snack while you're cooking. Like, she doesn't actually get fair. to sit down to eat because she's mom cooking, where it's like, I'm just, okay, so there was green onion, you know, green peppers in this. I, I eat two slices and five slices go in the dish. Yeah. So. Now, what I will say is, Kelton and Axel, you guys ate the 2 out of 10. I need you to roll me a tastiness check. You're going to roll a d10 with disadvantage to see how good this food tasted before Beacon's Batch comes out. I got a 9 and a 5, so 5. Okay. I got an 8 and a 1. <laughs> so it was gross. Beacons comes out and you smell immediately. This food is edible. Bare minimum. That's better than what you just finished. Because you probably poked it a little bit and was like, that's all gross. I'm not eating. I'm not even going to let the dog eat that. <laughs> it's still mooing. <laughs> that would have probably been better. Probably, but it's a it's a sausage and bacon. So if it was mooing, that would have been weird. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a very 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 confused pig. Pretty much, he wanted Jeez. to be bigger than he was. He just didn't make it that far. Sounds about right. Poor little Wilbur. Poor Wilbur. There is a there is a a dog, actual four legged pupper. Trying to eat your eat the food off of your plate, Kelton. What is his name or her name? That's up to you now because you asked. <laughs> well, luckily, you I have this random name generator. 
I I may or may not have a couple of tables as a DM. Or Fine. you also have dogs. Dogs are up. And you've <laughs> Milo. Milo says I should name it after him. So Milo. Oh. So yes. Kelton is trying to talk to talk Milo out of eating the food that's on his plate. I'm like, no bro, you don't want this. This is I wouldn't even feed this to cats. Uh, at that comment, at that comment, I can't help but not bring in Kalissa <laughs> at this point. <laughs> she shows up, sits at the table with you guys, doesn't grab grab food yet because it's still being thrown away in a fire because that's the better choice. In a dumpster fire. In a big old dumpster fire. However, actually, you didn't mind it. What you got was not terrible. So you got the middle piece and not the end pieces, you know. Yes. The good bits. Sometimes food tastes a little better after it's sat for more than four seconds. That's the food you got. (laughs) The food that actually tastes better the longer it sets. I was going to say, I did not sit down and let it last longer than four seconds before I started shoving my face into it. He looked at the meat and went, I think maybe have some of those, uh, some of that grit, sir. Some of the, the not meat. And Kelton was just like, I'm a meatitarian. And committed and re- regretted his mm. life choices. Honestly, Kelton, since you got a one, I'm going to have you roll a constitution saving throw. <laughs> I wondered if that was going to be a thing you were going to do. Bowels coming up. <laughs> How many times do you go to the bathroom before noon? <laughs> How many times in the middle of it's, battle does he shit himself? It's only a DC 13. Is it pooping or like <laughs> coming out while we're walking? Like, what's going on? <laughs> he got the walking farts. No, the walking shits. <laughs> Just... <laughs> uh, the technical term for that is the walking sharts. <laughs> Which he's going to have because he rolled an 8 with his plus 4 con mod is only a 12. Oh no! Okay, so you you have definite indigestion, and you know you're not lactose intolerant, nor are you allergic to any form of meat. Quick, quick question. If it was a vegetable, you might worry, but it was meat. Because, because, you know, the Ursins are 7 foot, and Talissa's like 3 foot. Please tell me she's taller oh, than their buttholes. Does <laughs> 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 she have to be dodging shards all day? Talissa <laughs> is four foot. And you're going to see Kelton kind of re- like holding his stomach like, oh, that was a mistake. Kind of thing. I suddenly don't feel bad for taking over this kitchen. <laughs> you shouldn't. That guy should be fired yesterday. Even this with a, a, a six. Says, that's okay probably just because I'm pains. like... Uh-huh. Even though I only rolled food. a six for the, the food, food. You know. It's like, it's just food. <laughs> okay, so... Now... 
After you finish making breakfast, Beacon, you bring over a plate for you and Talissa. And probably another one for everyone at your party because they all deserve to actually have real food. Oh, well, I mean, Beacon's been snacking while she cooked, so she's actually only carrying three uh, plates. Yeah. I mean, perfect. I mean, okay. very fair. As you show up, you hear that belch that just happened. <laughs> As Axel finishes his drink. And, alright, so the party's all here. Talissa and Beacon Talissa, Beacon, Kelton, and Axel, you guys are all at the table trying to figure out how to start your day. Wait, wait, wait. And I would like to say that the the six is partly because our, I mean, the stock, you know, the, the food I had to work with was already compromised slightly by the fuckhead that I just took over, so. Wait, Kelton, yeah, I, did I hear you compliment cats earlier? Something like that? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) This episode brought to you by Fart Jokes, because we are all 12. (laughs) Shenanigans. We promise. Shenaniganery brought to you by today's episode. And Emodium. So you're going to have dad jokes. You're going to have the fart noises. I mean, come on. <laughs> so how did everybody sleep? Did everybody get enough rest? Shouldn't that be what you guys were worried about? Oh, I got med kits for all of y'all. And um I I replaced our our potions and she just starts fussing and pulling out of her bag the the med kits to chuck at each one of you bitches and um one of the two potions she gives to Talissa. Now, you only use this if I can't get to you. You understand me, sweetheart? Alright, so, Kelton, you know full well there's no, there is at least a Tums in those med kits. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he'd bust that bad boy out immediately. <laughs> tums, if there's some, like, Imodium in there... <laughs> oh, all the good stuff. <laughs> Roll a d20. If it's over a 15, there's something stronger than Tums in that, that bed kit. That's gonna be a 7. That's a no. <laughs> she did not grab the, the Imodium uh, the Imodium kits. Just the med kits to stop you from dying. So these things are useless to you right now. They call swerve. Now, if you. Kelton asks Beacon to, like, hey, Beacon, do you, you know, I can try to roll a medicine check. But. In fairly visible discomfort um, <laughs> with Calvinism. Oh, you okay, darling? You okay, sweetheart? My first breakfast did not exactly uh, oh. agree with me. You ate that? Oh. Okay, let me see if I have anything in my purse. And so she's ripping through her pack, and I'm gonna... Can I do a medicine check, or... 
you can you can do a flat d20 15 or higher actually yes go ahead and do a medicine check flat um medicine check 15 or higher you actually have something in your bomb bag to fix him I was gonna say. Why uh, is it first, that I can uh, roll like this when it doesn't matter? Store rolls, yo. Technically, it does matter because that could <laughs> theoretically take one of our people out the entire day. I rolled a twenty, and I—that's just on the die. I rolled a fucking nat twenty. So you crit, and I have a plus you five. Crit. I have a plus five for medicine. So yeah, okay, we're just so even... you. You open your purse. You open your purse. your mom bag, <laughs> your purse, and you fucking see you had another health potion in there. You had a you have modium, You have tums. You have ibuprofen. All the <laughs> drugs you could possibly need. Oh, and also in there, you also when you just dump your bag out on the table, everyone <laughs> does see now. You have that vial of E, the E tears. Oh. So you don't just have drugs. You've got good drugs. I do it for the drugs. <laughs> drugs. Kelton, that would definitely make you feel better. Yes, he, he is uh, well, uh, going to take them and... Gotta got do something about those intestines before we go see Ma. Are you... Drinking the E tears? Is that what you're doing? No, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I mentioned I like, the big drugs, and then I'm like, you take them. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> he, he, he might take possession of the E tears, um, but he is not going to consume the E tears at this juncture. He is going to consume. No, if you're about to steal something. Out of what I just dropped down, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta roll off. Like you're gonna have to roll sleight of hand against mom's perception here, taking something that you aren't supposed to. You're, you're only supposed to be going after the the medicine for your stomach. Okay. Here's he, your he meds for the stomach. It it wasn't gonna be like, he's not trying to like be deceptive about it. He's it's gonna be more of those. And I'll take this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're taking the emodium? Yes. And you're taking the E-tiers? Yes. <laughs> Alright, so with the emodium, you're gonna re- I'm gonna let you re-roll your constitution check. Your constitution saving throw. DC 13 still. One. <laughs> okay, so that doesn't make you feel any better. In fact, you feel worse now. <laughs> this is definitely gonna be interesting to when that we go meet with Mom. In the bag. <laughs> That might have Mom been at the bottom of her bag too long. It's expired. <laughs> I got a question. Does Kelton wear pants? Maybe. Are they? Maybe. Are they brown? If not, they're brown now. They're about to be brown. brown cow. Oh, God. Oh, God. Kelton, you just shit your pants. Ugh, lovely. And as he does that, Axel's finishing the new plate of food and says, what's wrong with you? It's just food. What you had might be food, but what I had definitely wasn't. I'll be back. 
then he leaves a brown trail. He's, and he is gonna uh, just double time it. Okay. Alright, so you double time it. You go back, you change your clothes. <laughs> Wash your armor, and you're now in your spare backup armor. Same exact specs, so you're okay. It's just your backup armor. So it's like hot pink. Yeah. <laughs> Tie-dye. Tie-dye. Now, while you're there, you do know that if you drink the E-tiers, just a drop, you do know that it would give you a plus two to your constitution score. Your constitution score. Giving you a better chance of beating this bug. Whatever the hell it might be. We gotta go through the rest of these dice. See if one of them will actually, you know, roll higher like. than a <laughs> Put them all in there. dice jail. <laughs> that all deserve to go to jail. This, this, this one seems to be behaving. Okay. Three of the last right. five rolls were over ten, so we'll uh, go with this set of dice instead now. <laughs> Alright, so are you going to take the E-tiers, or are you not going to take the E-tiers? He is not going to take the E-tiers. Good. But yeah. since Good this has caused, like, actual true illness and harm to one of her party members, yeah, uh, Beacon's... Uh, it's gonna go back into that kitchen to be like, okay, so you're away from the food now. You're, no, just no, you're, I will get you fired if you're anywhere near the kitchen. You can do tables and floors. Like, no. Put them on toilet duty. <laughs> Stop it, no touchy. No, yes. <laughs> Put no them trees. on toilet duty after Kelton. <laughs> <laughs> He's on Kelton toilet duty. Sir, your butt yeah. wipes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're installing Kelvin. bidets. Yeah, no, she's she's making them install bidets into the you know. Sure, sure, sure. He begrudgingly agrees to go ahead and do do those things, and he doesn't give you a fight. But this little goblin just runs away and starts doing uh doing the tasks you set to him. And he, uh, you definitely do notice he's got a slight stench to him <laughs> as he's running away. Ooh, wait. Like um, body odor that's not been washed off in, how long's he been on shore? Um, <laughs> question. Yes. After having just realized literally that morning that the infirmary's on quarantine... Would she make any kind of inference or question of, wait, did this whatever's in infirmary? They ate the food before us. No, because Sandra. you know about the plague that was going through. Sandra's immune. Okay. To food? To the plague. No, I was just saying that, like, you know, like, did something get, you know, did something else get out? Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. Did something else get out that, like, yeah, I don't know, is making everybody sick? Is the fucker that. No, it'd be reasonable to assume food? the food. Huh? Okay. Reasonable assumption. Yeah, I was just making the 
wait, did the the guy who's making the food carry what's in quarantine in the infirmary? Like, <laughs> so, oh yeah, never mind. Ignore this. So Kelta comes back so you guys can figure out your day. He's feeling a little better, but not by much. Him, him and the porcelain god had a, a long sitting session together. Sit and chat? What? You had a sit and chat. Yeah, we had, we had a sit and chat. Him and the porcelain god. Um, I mean, you're, he, you're party dad for a reason. Like, yeah. <laughs> it takes 30 minutes to go to the bathroom and come back. It makes sense. That tracks. Um, he will uh, eventually get back. Um, probably swap the chair that he was sitting out for a different sitting on out for a different chair. Um, for for reasons. I mean, or you could just sit somewhere else around the table. Yeah, there's probably different sized chairs though, and the there are. amount of person there's chairs. chairs. Are uh, probably fewer and far between based on the amount of ursins. So he's gonna grab an ursin chair, sit in that, and uh, kind of deep sigh. We need to be at the top of our game, not at the bottom. <laughs> we need to be at the top of our game, honey. Lord Drakesh's army has landed and is going to be approaching from the north sooner rather than later. Don't everybody all talk at once. I know it's <laughs> very shocking news. I'm still trying to, like, get used to the stench that's come out your butt. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Wait. Lord Drakesh is on his way, like, Beacon's just like, wait, wait, what? He's doing what now? They've landed on the shore. And he's he's here to to help Biscoli against the the southern encourage, uh, the, the southern influx, yes? That's, that's what he's doing, yeah? Or there's no way to know? There's... Uh, no way to know, but... I wouldn't count on it. He is most likely... going to... take advantage of the fact that... he will be... he will be being pressed from the south already. To push his advantage. And... try and take us from the north. Why, though? I mean, Jershani's his kid. I'm I'm not following his logic. You will have to ask him that yourself. <sighs> so we've got the, the elves from the south and the Nagani from the north, and then we've got this whole rigmarole Romeroni from the the rebellion and then goodness knows what's going on with all these 
crime families I've never even heard of. Oh my goodness. <sighs> What's our step one? I mean, I know that we've only worked together a couple months now, but what's our step one? What do you think, Kilton? Where should we go next? I think we have to meet with Ma by noon and have an answer for her. And then we meet Le Leroy back at my old, I mean, uh, my current digs. Yeah, my current digs um, at five or six o'clock-ish. We said dusk, right? We we just estimated five or six o'clock-ish, right? Kelton is going to raise an eyebrow at her slip of the tongue. Um, we, we need to speak to Ma. Obviously update her on what the plan is. I have Shang Wu's cash to get to her. You have her cash. I have that document from Wolf, and well, it's by now definitely reached her about the uh, barbecue that happened down at the docks. So we need to get that document to the captain for reasons. Um, you want to meet with the captain before we leave to talk tomorrow? Then, uh, yes, that that would be a good idea. Um, we need to decide if we are going to be supporting Leroy or Ma, or attempting somehow to remain neutral. This city's about to be hit from two sides and inside, all at the same time. We can also always just get the fuck out, that is, that is another option. Does that say true to our oath to protect and serve? <laughs> Sorry. I please cut out that snort. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stay true to our oath to protect and serve. I was I was trying to be in character, but I just couldn't. Uh, couldn't. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Talissa started burping now too. So. You must have been, must have done something right with with the food there, Beacon. Tasty, tasty food. We need to. Uh... The frog likes it too. <laughs> Togi's here. We've already just about confirmed Ma's joining into the leadership of the thief family. However. What's... Go ahead. What's best for Pascoli? What's best for the people that we leave behind or otherwise are living here, right? Uh, that we have people coming from the south, people coming from the north. We've got the rebellion that's not even being talked about. Yeah, I... I do we really want to bring a whole new family of crime lords into the discussion or do we trust what's already in place we can't necessarily I mean yes we do have the coordinates of being able to take all the fuckers out but then that leaves a vacuum in its place 
<sighs> Who do we trust more, Mom? Or the fuckheads in place? Or do we give this a whole nother day? We just let both sides think that, oh yeah, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's all good. All Gucci. Well, personally, I uh, have a history with Ma, and uh, she and I have an understanding, and I trust her more than Leroy. Leroy apparently has the fucking captain. And I really want to talk to the captain about that. I mean, did you talk to the captain? I mean, Leroy has him in his back pocket. How long has this been going on? I just, I just can't understand how he could... Uh, <laughs> I mean, stuff and things and stuff. Words. It's called what's good business and what's bad business is what it all boils down to. You also are implicitly trusting Leroy, taking him for exactly what he says. He is a slippery, slippery little goober. He may not have been completely honest with us. Oh, that's... That's a good point. I just, I don't understand why somebody would be dishonest. I mean, honesty is the best policy. You know, I've, I'd rather be honest and ruin a friendship than be dishonest. I mean, that's just how I, that's just how I roll, man. Hey, mom of the group. Pure honesty gets you killed. Nothing more. I just, oh, I usually, I just. I keep to my realm usually and this this has me feeling a little out of my depth right now. I I just keep to the infirmary, I keep to the kitchens. They only ever send me out on little errands like taking a newbie out for their training wheels exercise, so to speak. No offense, Talissa Lovely. You're you did Great on your first day. I mean, great. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. But you said you only speak honesty. <laughs> I bet for you and I have a drastically de different definition of what doing great on your first day is. Perspective is half the battle, darling. Um, it's not that I have whiskey in my coffee right now. You, what are you talking about? I didn't say that. You said <laughs> Alright, so I will say at this point, um, we do need to figure out what your steps are going to be. So let's go ahead and get those figured out. There's been a couple right. things thrown around. Kelton trusts Ma, so... Mm. Kelton has a history with Ma. That's what Kelton said. Kelton has a history. And he doesn't want to quite burn that bridge just yet. Alright. Burning so do we bridges show... is dangerous, isn't it, Talissa? <laughs> I mean, are we talking about so bridges we... or are we talking about boats? Because... Totally different, different like, structural <laughs> thing. 
they are structurally entirely different. I mean, I mean, she's not wrong because the thing, the bridge that we walked across, did not burn while that that we saw while you were on it. So our first order of objective is we show up at noon to talk to Ma. Do we a talk to her and let her know? All the shit from Leroy? Or so are we, we... Yeah. Are, are we, we double putting her on our team? Or, uh, or not, is the real question. Technically, we never signed any kind of agreement with Leroy. Are we he double crossing just... Ma or not, then? <laughs> yeah, that's the question, is that if we side with Leroy, we are actually double crossing Ma, and we have to protect, extra protect Talissa, because the whole agreement with Ma was to protect Talissa. Yeah. That's how all this drama started. Sorry, not sorry. Because she did so great on her first day. You say about betraying or backstabbing or however you want to put it. But the end of the day is is both of them are quote-unquote business people. Good business, bad business. Which one are we afraid the most of for bad business becoming? Who are you worried about the repercussions from? Yes. <laughs> That's a good question. Probably Who's Larry. more intimidating? The one who stands by himself in a street and is just like, Hi, how you doing? Or the one that has five goons in a back room. But at the end of the day, neither of these fuckers hold a candle to the fact that there's an army! Coming from the north, and an army coming from the south. We can't do anything about that currently. That's a problem for future us. Today us has to deal with Leroy and Ma. But don't they have to deal with that? Don't they also have to deal with the fact that, you know, they're trying to run business in this city that's about to be besieged from two different directions? That is also a problem for future Ma and future Leroy. That's true. But I will say, I will say this. Kelton, you do know that the captain it did not admit or deny that he was in the pocket of Leroy. That might be pertinent to bring up. Um, you do also know that businesses do pay the city Crime families do pay the city, so they are a source of income as well. Um, oh, you, what you remember, what you knew is um, the captain wants you guys to deal with this situation. That was one of the last things he said, is this is for you and your team to figure out. Yep. He's leaving this in your capable hands. Yep. I love your smile, Valerie. Like, that's... That's... Priceless right now. Alright. That, that's the smile of long-suffering. <laughs> <laughs> smile and nod, boys. Just smile and nod. So, those are things that might be relevant and that Kelton might bring up, but I wanted to remind you that Kelton knew them. Oh, yeah. 
Um, so he, uh, he's gonna take another large swig of his ale. So I actually, uh, spoke to the captain last night. Do you? He had any, um, insight on this situation. Long story short, he said it's our problem. Oh, they're and just like him. It's a learning experience or something, I guess. And, uh, he didn't... I mentioned Leroy's, uh, comment about having the captain in his pocket, and, well, let's say he neither admitted nor denied the accusation. Which is also how I found out about Lord Drakish's army approaching. The, uh, messenger showed up as we were talking. Alright, so that rules out any going to the captain thing, because Kelton just said that it's for you guys to figure out. So, you guys gonna go deal with Ma? Is that what I'm hearing? Is you're gonna go talk to Ma and start that conversation? Yes. Does Talisa or Axel have any, you know, opinion, insight on whether or not they also want to side with Ma or Leroy? Because they have all been very quiet during this discussion. (laughs) They have. It's like choosing the lesser of two evils. Um, I think I'm just gonna try and keep my mouth shut and just go along for the ride. Learning. Like it. Kelton approves. <laughs> Kelton approves of Chalissa shutting the fuck up. <laughs> not always guaranteed, though. <laughs> no, and it's not guaranteed even in the conversation. Nope. We know this. Yep, 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 yep. Wow. Axel? I mean, Axel hasn't been quiet this entire time. I mean, he's made statements about the good business, bad business. Yes, but now they're asking for your direct opinion and asking you if, who you fear more. Since you brought it up, who do you oh, fear more? Which... And all you see is him. He's basically been brooding since the entire thing has been brought up, and you see him in a long thousand-yard long stare. Thousand-yard stare. Yep, thousand-yard stare, because he's sitting there swirling the factor of the ale in his mug, because the simple fact of the matter is, is he's not here. His brain is completely elsewhere. So if they're asking his dead opinion, he's just going to repeat the simple factor of they're business people. Who are you more willing to piss off? As long as I sit there and get to kill somebody. Is there a third way to look at this? Probably. We know more information than either of them know. And the fact of the matter is that all this is small potatoes to armies at multiple doorsteps. You think we have more information than them that have an entire information network, including our own captain? They already know. But are they truly enemies of one another? There you go. Are they, you know, we're acting like we have to support Ma or support Leroy when all they want to do is business. 
And good business in this case would be them surviving long enough to take one another out. So therefore, ask them that. And, you know, as much as I, I, I detest the idea of these criminals being allowed to operate unattended, it's better the devil we know than one we don't. And so how about this? We send a messenger to Ma and have her meet where we're meeting Leroy at five, six o'clock. That we say we got delayed and we just make this one old hot and trot mean greet. And I make a really good dinner for everybody. And then it's all going to work out just fine. <laughs> with the explosive sharks? <laughs> or with not? With the explosive sharks. With not the explosive sharks. <laughs> it just means that Kelvin's going to become indisposed at an opportune moment. And you guys will get to deal with uh, the Mon Leroy dinner. Because he'll be in the bathroom for the next half hour. <laughs> or if you want to meet them separate, I mean, do you? We're due to talk to Ma in uh, less than two hours, give or take. You know, because it's what ten o'clock now. We've been sitting here debilitating, deliberating, deliberating, <laughs> for a while now. Barnacling. <laughs> Let's do a thing. Do what you want to do. It's your thing. You know, right now. Or we just package deal it at five, six o'clock over a good dinner at my husband's former, I mean, my husband's restaurant, you know, the, the place. Well, it's the thing. I mean, at the time. If we, if we did both of them. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Uh, Young and shouldn't know that term. With hypothetically no violence. <laughs> uh, they probably won't be uh, as capable to be as shifty with each other's presence in the room because they have different goals and aims. So we might get more of the truth having both of them in the same room. Just saying. Especially with witnesses present. I mean, other people nearby. Exactly. Like, public setting, you know, it, it's 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 gonna be... It's, it doesn't get any more public It's gonna be more in our favor. Crackers and barrels. I mean... Or we could just take the platinum and leave. I mean... This city is on fire! At uh, Axel's comment... Kelton is uh, gonna surreptitiously look into uh, how much Sheng Wu's payment to, to Ma was. <laughs> All right. So you're gonna go ahead and just open that slightly, right? Like, uh, speaking of how much platinum, let's uh, if we, you know, just to keep that in mind, if we're gonna be uh, running away and uh, doing that. Sixty-three platinum. Hey! Jesus, fire fucking Christ shit. It's all good, you guys don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, suck it, you don't know that. Kelton runs away tonight. <laughs>
<laughs> no, but we'll be able to track him from his shards, so it's okay. <laughs> Fine, he'll wear a so you So Kelty just opens just opens the bag, sees sixty three platinum in there and closes it back up. He goes on and puts a sumo diaper on. <laughs> he becomes necessary. a sumo wrestler for the day. There's size three, there's size four, there's size five, there's crawlers, there's sumo diaper. Sumo. From everybody in this party, we are all parents and we all are like, yep, sumo diaper. Yep, that's that's a normal thing. thing. <laughs> it's all right. That, that's a thing now. That's a thing. Uh, Ursins oh, are the Japanese and uh, often do sumo wrestling. All right, but pushing that aside, we need to like actually move forward with this episode. <laughs> this is how we ended up with five episodes on a single day, <laughs> literally. So. Literally. Fuck it, we're we're already leaving this breakfast. We're on our way to meet with Ma. We're just gonna Cut. wing it, wing it, sing it, and dang it. Let's go. Wait, wait, wait. Are we wait, just sending wait, her a message saying, can't wait. meet up at noon, meet up at five here? Yes. And then we can just jump to then and. Y- you ready for that, right? Yeah, no, that's a better idea. Okay. Let's. No, let's. Let's go meet at. My bitch place. Um, let's meet at my place. We'll send a message to Ma, telling her, "Hey, we got shit handled." More like shit came out, but meet us at Crackers and Barrels. Or, sh- or sh- there we go. Shit came up. <laughs> so, so really? you're texting Ma to let her know. That you're sending her a text on your uh, sending stone. Sure. Everyone's okay with this plan. Uh, so are we? Maybe not a text. Maybe a person. I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? We're sending a message to Ma that we're gonna just meet her at Crackers and Barrels and make this a twofer, a party. <laughs> gonna be interesting. Yeah, let's just fucking make it a party. Who knows? Maybe if a fight breaks out, they'll take each other out, and we can walk away with sixty-three platinum. We might be walking away with that 62 platinum anyway, but, you know, depends on how the, this dinner meet and greet goes. <laughs> you mean the meet and bang? She bang! You, you, she bang! You, you, oh, she you all those, uh, those character sheets ready, right, Eric? For this uh, definitely not gonna be violent interaction where you, of course, will not have to talk to yourself at any point in time. <laughs> it's this. Hence, hence why I'm flipping all of you off right now. <laughs> I love you guys, too. Y'all are amazing. Honestly, that was very well thought out. I appreciate and approve of this plan, because why not? This is where Mom messages back, No, you fuckers, I cannot meet then. We're meeting at noon. Be at my place. Hey, at least we're not jumping planes. Like we're we're still on the same fucking plane. We're still, you know. Yeah, because by the time this airs, you guys will all know that the rebels group has uh, jumped planes. One of them is now on the shadow plane. 
So that's fun. Interdimensional, uh, huh? Yes. So I have Ma ready. Ma's been ready. Ma I built last time while we were waiting for uh, the other two. However, I can be ready. I mean, I'm ready to talk to myself. That's totally fine. If this is the way you guys want to go, you text Ma or send her a little bitch boy and... Hey, what's the bitch boy we sent with the money from Ma to the captain? We just used that bloke again. Why not? Uh, roll a perception check, Beacon. Let's see if he's here. You were at breakfast. I know you had said you guys were going to leave, but I'm going to say you're, you're still at breakfast. Let's see if he's at breakfast. Well, we're probably moving slowly because of uh, Kelton's butt. <laughs> right, I rolled a 12. I don't know what my perception is offhand, but I rolled a 12. It's at least your wisdom. Um, well, well then... So 15's plenty high enough. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you're proficient or not, but based on just your wisdom alone... Yeah, no, I got a 15. Alright, so 15, plenty high enough. You do see him on the other oh, side. perception is plus 5. Yeah, no. So. Okay, so... 17. 17. Alright, so with a 17, that's enough to see him on the other side. He's actually getting in line for breakfast. So you can walk over and ask him to deliver a message to Ma if you choose. Is he about to get in line for breakfast of the breakfast one or breakfast two? You oh, you already, all the food. you already burned breakfast number one. Did Do I, we still have anything left over? Is there anything that... Uh, Beacon can wrap, wrap up really quickly and be like, here you go. Uh, hey, we have a thing we need for you to do. K K Caitlin, um, Beacon needs to roll for doggy bags. Roll a d20. <laughs> if it's if it's an 11 or higher, you made do you brought doggy bags with you. 12. You brought doggy bags with you. You know your team. You know how they are. You have each of you another meal for lunch. So you now have lunch on the go. Booyah, shaka. Or for Kelton, third breakfast. Alright, so I rolled a 12. So I just tell the guy, Hey, sweetheart. Oh, huh, we got what? another errand for you to run. Can it wait till after breakfast? It can't, sweetie. I, I'm sorry. <sighs> but you know how it goes. This has to be done right now. I give him the, my doggy bag so that he can take it with him and eat on the way. Oh, he takes your doggy bag. Says, Thanks. What's the message? We need Ma to meet us at Crackers and Barrels at 5 o'clock. Crackers and Barrels. You mean the, uh, the place where the orphan kids hang out all the time and steal shit? They do not steal... <laughs> Yes, that's great. Just, just Kevin, tell. You, you do the talking for me. I can't. I, 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 I just. But yes, that's where Ma needs to meet us. Cat. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and as he's leaving, he's shoveling food into his mouth. <laughs> All right. So you guys are on your way to where now? You've got. Six hours to burn. Set traps, set traps, set traps. I mean, what? 
I mean, Kelton's probably headed back to the bathroom. Let's all be honest here. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, alright, this has been said, and I'll see you guys in six hours. I'll uh, be on the can. <laughs> Unless there's a... How long is he gonna be indisposed? That's, that's the real question. That is uh, a good question. Let him roll again. God damn it. Yeah, He's go ahead and do another constitution now. But yeah. also, I guess we're going to Crackers and Barrels, because... Okay. To prep for quite a bit of a meet. So go ahead and do a uh, constitution saving throw, again with advantage, because you did have the emodium. There's four. <laughs> and a twelve, plus four, which gives us a sixteen. Woo! So it's 2 p.m. before you guys can even leave, but you do eventually get your bowels figured out and settled and flushed out. That's one way to clean them out. 2 p.m. <laughs> 2 p.m. And it takes an hour and a half to get to Crackers and Barrels. So it's now 3.30. You guys are rolling into Crackers and Barrels. Did we get a response from Ma? Uh, the guy did come back saying she's didn't seem happy about it, but if that's how you had to meet her, then she just seemed confused. She's going to be even more confused when we have, walk in with a sumo diaper. Why? Kelton has fixed his sumo diaper problem. <laughs> his tummy feels all better now. It's fine. It's fine, he man. He hasn't had a tummy grumble in, like, at least an hour. <laughs> at least. <laughs> And you've, eat, you've actually been able to hold food down. And in. So, you know you're okay. The modium just took a few hours to take effect. Yeah. So, this is Beacon's show walking in the door. So, Crackers and Barrels is... It looks like a three-story townhouse. Except it's five stories tall. It's So, it, it's a tall townhouse looking um, tall townhouse looking building up on the top you see greenery like something is growing up there which is unique in the desert and there's also water flowing off of the edges of the four corners of the building as if it was constantly raining up there really weird building it's a very soggy building However, it's made of sandstone, so it's okay, except for the sandstone corners are starting to uh, have some water problems because, well, let's just face it, sandstone on a long enough timeline does start to disappear when exposed to water. It does erode. And as you guys walk in, it looks like a restaurant. On the left side, there is a bar-looking area that leads back to the kitchens. And then there are tables spread throughout the rest of the zone. There are a bunch of kids here. Some of them look to be anywhere from 5 or 6, all the way up to 16, 17 in appearance. Some of the elves look to be that 16, 17. However, you guys know that they age proportionally to... Their 100-year adulthood, which means 17 or 18-year-olds are probably in their 80s. So what I'm hearing is a sweatshop. No, no, no. Hey. They're not cooking. They're eating. 
It's a sweatshop. No, it's an orphanage. They're eating food. No, it's more like a yeah orphanage. It's more like a day room. Have you ever? And as you guys walk in with your guard armor, let's see what they re how they react. Oh. Well, some of them stuck around, but a lot of the little ones ran away. And you hear a slight jingle coming from their pockets, like they have a lot more money than they should. Oh, it's okay. It's Mama B. It's Mama B. It's Mama B. You're okay, darlings. I'm back. And that's why the bigger kids stuck around. It's because they they knew it was it it was Beacon coming back in. So is this a place where like the kids are known to be kind of pickpockets? Oh yes. <laughs> Where they're known to survive. I mean, in this kind of town, right? They're pickpockets, but they're pickpockets on the level that kids need to be pickpockets when they have no parents. Think they're all. Think it's an entire house full of Aladdin. Kelton is uh gonna keep an extra sharp uh, eye on the little kids, and uh, probably a hand on his uh, purse and the uh, bag of platinum. Yeah. So you move the bag of platinum up to your vest pocket. Yes. <laughs> Out of reach. <laughs> Good choice. All right. So you guys head on head on in. It does look like this would be an accommodating enough place. There is there are bathrooms. Kelton, you do find the bathrooms. They're over on the right hand side. Important things. Very important thing for Kelton today. <laughs> Very important thing for Kelton today. Right now, you feel okay. That walk helped you feel a little bit better. Fresh air. You got. You had to get your morning constitutional in, and then, um, yeah. So you guys just start. You and the the older kids just start getting the room prepared. Now, how do you guys want to prepare the room? Did you guys want to have one long, one big long table, multiple small tables, so that? Ma and Leroy can have their own tables, and you guys can just have two different conversations going. Or did you just want one giant buffet table so that they have to share a table? It might be beneficial to have smaller tables, so that way you can kind of hide their presence until like they actually get settled, so neither of them can run away when they walk in and see each other. Just my idea. Is there, like... A private dining area. You could make one. You said there was five stories, right? Uh, is the like main? Yeah. Can we have it on like not the main dining, but like bring them up to a a, a private? You're not having it in my girl's bedroom. That's not right. And you're not having it in the farm either. It's. Crackers and barrels could have this the bottom and the first floor. That's not an impossibility. Hey, I'm just trying to strategically. Depends on how many people you get. I mean, through. trying to there is a, a loft dining area, but it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just the. Uh, you could make it. You could make two separate dining areas if you needed to. Yes, there. It's not set up for it right this second, but it could happen if you wanted. Well, I just think it would be a good idea if we. 
if they didn't see each other right away, so that way they could already kind of feel settled and maybe have a drink or something, and that way get the conversation going, and then be like, hey, oh, look who's that over there. Ah, look at that. That's so cool. Y'all are both here. Let's just talk together. (laughs) So the loft dining area is uh, where we're going to be having this, apparently. (laughs) All right, so you guys are going to go ahead and do a lo- the loft and then the bottom floor for the other group? Is that what you're going to kind of do? Who's doing what now? I think it all... I mean, they're not dumb. There's no way we're going to no. not be able to... Like, they're going to know that we're setting them up, for lack of a better way to explain it, um, if we have them both on the same level. Let's just have dinner. Let's just have a conversation, people. Let's just have dinner. That, that's why I'm saying we should probably do it in the loft section. So that way we have a little bit more control over access. There's how many doors going into the loft area? Dining area? One? Maybe two? One and then windows. <laughs> and, uh... So yeah, if we control the one door, we control how many, who all is coming in and going out. I believe I can fly. Okay. If someone jumps out the window. <laughs> what do you think, Axel? Mr. I do talk a lot. My guy's in his head. He don't care. No opinion? My guy is currently in the back of his mind in his past. So, okay. he, he he got no... He is broody as fuck. Okay, so, real quick, I'm gonna put a pause on what's happening in reality. Axel, hmm. in your head, you said you're explore, your brain is exploring the past. What struck this up? The factor of the good business, bad business, it's all about what ends up having it. A.K.A. he's reliving... Okay. Things that led to one reason why he's manic, a.k.a. Okay, parents. Let's, let's go ahead and relive that real quick. <laughs> Help. Seeing all these kids without parents brought you back to your past for a second. Yep. You and your parents are sitting and eating dinner in a place much like this. It is not crackers and barrels. You guys are having a nice, pleasant, wonderful meal. Significantly better than you ate for breakfast. <laughs> it was your mom's home cooking back in Zoana. At that moment, they hear a big knock at the door. Your dad goes up. Wasn't expecting any company. He grabs his he grabs his axe, opens the door slightly. When he goes to open it, the door pushes down on him off of its hinges. And he is just splayed on the ground, being pinned down by a very large orc in black and red armor. And in walk, three Nagani and a Hunson. Hunson is the uh, dog, right? It is. Okay. Hunson are the, are the dog-like folk, the wolf folk, whichever folk you want to call them. <laughs> and then... The Hunson is not wearing the black and red armor. He's wearing a patched leather coat with a wide brim hat. His ears are sticking out of the top, and it's got a little 
yellow flower with a red center. Just through uh, along his ear, tucked in the brim. And he's just like, Now, Sally Mae, you owe me my money. These boys here will kill you today if you don't have my 100 platinum. Your mom stands up from the table. She says, just not in front of, just not in front of Axel. Oh no, Axel here, he will watch. And he will be tormented by this for the rest of his life. He looks right at Axel and says, boy, when you're older, come find me. I have a lot to explain to you about the way the world works. The next thing you know, you hear your parents both screaming as they're as they are killed right in front of you. And then you snap back to reality as they're asking you for your opinion on what to do in this situation. Now, do I recognize this gentleman? You recognize the accent, but you thought you recognized it the first time, too. It sounds very much like Leroy, although Leroy is not old enough to have done what happened. That's one reason why Axel didn't ask too many questions to Leroy. Because when you had described him, you described him as a young one. So that's why I was like, yeah, by the time my guy grows up, he wouldn't be a young wolf. Correct. Leroy is younger. That does not rule out anyone else in his family. Fuck, it was probably his dad. <laughs> Watch me, his older brother. I'm going to kill your shit! <laughs> you came back, too, as you were finishing up a mug of ale. You helped yourself behind the bar. Sounds about right, because I need a, I need a drink. <laughs> you needed a drink to fit to, to to wake back up. You woke back up as they're asking you what your opinion was about whether to use the to keep everyone in one level on one big happy table, or to split it up and have two different conversations. The factor of I would say all at one happy little cheerful hoedown. That way everyone sits there and sees everyone eye to eye and actually seems like good business. We have everybody check their weapons at the door. That isn't a member of staff, which is us. We're staff. (laughs) We're the only ones allowed to keep weaponry. Exactly. Uh, No one agreed to work for you because you haven't agreed to pay them for anything yet. They're not staff. They're your... They work with they work you work with the, you work with them. They don't work for you. They there is no money that's been offered or exchanged here. They don't work for you. You're not they're not staff. <laughs> the wait staff. <laughs> the wait staff. <laughs> Do you guys hear how uh, Beacon thinks of you right now? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, we're we're the staff. <laughs> we're we're just here to assist. What I'm hearing is she now owes you money. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Fork it over. I'll work for you. Fork it over. Considering you need like 15 more gold. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh Okay. No, I don't have that. (laughs) I don't have that. You have two. Alright. Axel says everyone on one floor. Kelton says split them up. No, Kelton is... Put them both up in the loft. Oh, all up in the loft. 
Okay, so I'm hearing you guys want to do one floor, big table, all up in the loft. Is that what I'm hearing? Sounds about right. Full access. All right, two yeses. Sounds good. Three. There's three. Set a fire underneath their asses if they're assholes. Got it. I mean, Calissa, have burning hands ready. You, you've got uh, insurance on the, the place, right? Um, With well, that's the thing so. not discussed right now is the fact that this place is, you know, is, it is fine. It is fine. It's All in right, a so trust Calissa. for somebody not even related to me, so it's fine. It's going to be fine. So Talissa is downstairs standing on the bar with her, with burning hands at the ready. Uh, Kelton, Axel, you guys are sitting at the table, yes? When, this is when the time comes. Sounds about right. Kelton is probably going to be by the door. Okay, so Kelton's the bouncer. Okay, Kelton's the, the bouncer. Axel is sitting at the table. I'll have my great axe off of my back, and it'll have it sitting, like, shaft up. But if I need to grab it, it'll be sitting beside me. Okay. And then, Beacon, you're going to be the maitre d' and open the door and escort them upstairs? Sounds great. Okay, so five o'clock rolls around, which is the time you told Ma to show up. You forgot one important character. Where's okay? Where's Togi? Oh Jesus! I put Togi on on Kelton's shoulder to help him be the bouncer. Okay, Kelton, as a bonus action, Togi can spit a small little pellet of fire at an enemy. It auto-hits, but only does one damage. Take it. Sometimes all it does <laughs> is one more damage. Sometimes. So, bonus action, one more point of damage. Doesn't cost you anything. It's just Togi's power. Alright. So, Togi is on Kelton's shoulder. Looking all big, mean, and scary. So, Togi is burping fire, and Kelton is shitting shit. They're, they're both coming... They both have fire, but it's coming out at different ends. Pretty That's much. it. Except for Kelton's is already taken care of. He's all better. <laughs> it's going to randomly strike up. You like you had a quick bout. <laughs> He's got a strong constitution. He bounced back. Alright, so how's this going, Eric? Okay, so how this is going to work is Ma is going to show up because it's 5 o'clock. And then Leroy will get here when Leroy gets here. So 7.30. Got it. <laughs> we just have to keep my here till then. And y'all will know when Leroy is here. He will make his entrance. He will make his presence known. And just so you know, Eric, if I somehow by chance end up saving Leroy's ass, me and him gonna have a nice long talk. Of course. Now, Ma and her entourage. Well, yes, there, that's the word, entourage. Her grunts are outside. Beacon lets them in. And coming in, Ma brought nine thugs with her. Chat. Chat. And three dogs. Three mastiffs. Like canine dogs? Like canine dogs. Actual Canine dog. Are they? Can Kelton pet them? Kelton can pet them. Yes, you've pet them before. They're fr they live at the bar. Oh well, yeah. He's he's probably going to be giving them scritches. 
So three dogs, nine thugs, and Ma. She just brought her whole family with her. This is well, a family-friendly establishment. It is. Half of them are Koshkin. The other half are a myriad of other, are a myriad of other races. But they all brought weapons. Beacon gets to Kelton. They have not relinquished their weapons yet, Kelton. You want to try to break that news to Ma? You're welcome to. Um, good luck with that, by the way. Oh, you're gonna let you're gonna make Beacon tell her. It's her. It's her uh, place. Her rule. She, True. Her. She. She's the one who wants to uh, say that her establishment is a weapons-free zone. Kelton does not have that authority. Respect my authority. <laughs> Beacon, when are you going to ask for Ma's group's weapons? So I guess I'm about to roll a persuasion check, huh? That mixed with the words you're going to attempt to use with Ma, yes. Oh, sweethearts! Fucking shit tits. Fucking shit. No! <laughs> you were doing so Sorry, good! I just... Oh, sweethearts! We're gonna have to make this weapons-free zone. There's children around here, don't you see them? There's children around here, and we gotta make this... We gotta make this right, okay? And I'm gonna need you to set aside your sidearms. Now, that doesn't mean your sidearms, sidearms. You know, if you have a little pocket knife, it's fine. That's fine. That's for cut cheese, right? But I'm gonna need you to... Set aside your sidearms, sidearms. Now, you understand me? Yeah? Yeah? Am I making sense? Okay. Let's, let's, let's do this now, okay? What was your role? And, uh... <laughs> I rolled... The dog's already said no. 18. Eat my shorts! Very nice. That's actually very nice. Very respectful. Oh, let's see. She has a plus six to insight. She rolled a 13, making that a 19. That was a blank. <laughs> she rolled a 19 to my 18? Really? Correct. She beat you by one. Yeah. So, Ma looks right at you, looks at Kelton, and says, Now, he still has his weapon. My family will carry theirs. Now, the question is, if the children are the problem, let's get them out of here. She snaps her fingers, points, and her thugs, her family, goes and gets all the kids that are still here and gets them out. And says, sweethearts, we will see you later. Do not come back until after you have stolen plenty of goods for Mama Daddy here. Okay, bye-bye. Now, where's this dinner I heard we were... Uh, Cabin. I hope it's as delicious as that lie you just told. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Well, I certainly do my best, but don't you worry now. While crackers and barrels are still crackers and barrels, it's still just what anybody would expect. It's still just as good as anything. Is there is there supposed to be like a uh, country twang in there? Because I feel like Beacon just picked that up too. Um, Beacon, yes. Yes. Was that meant to mock her, or was that just unintentional? I gotta ask. Ma doesn't have a country twang. Uh, it's 
unintentional. It's, uh, trust me, the more Eric pokes, the more the country will come out. Fair enough. Okay, continue. Just curious. Okay, so, B, can you take Ma up the rest of the way, yes? Yeah, screw it. Let's do this thing. I'm taking menus. Yeah. Unless there's appetizers or shit she can delay her with. I mean, what the, what the hell is she doing? Well, upstairs at the table, you could have had stuff prepared, so you're fine. Just take her up to sit her down. You're good. Not a big deal. The table's where they gotta eat anyway. They're not heathens. Except for the dogs. Debatable. The dogs probably don't eat at the table. Don't tempt them. Okay, well, unless there's appetizers between here and the upstairs table, then, yeah, she's taking Ma upstairs. Bickety bam, thank you, ma'am. Alrighty. So Ma is seated. Her thugs, her family, are seated. The dogs, two of them sit right next to Ma, because Ma picks one end of the table. The nine sit along her side, leaving the one spot for Axel. So it goes Ma, and then her her thugs and family, and then Axel sits across from one of her thugs, and next to one of her thugs. And they start drinking and eating and enjoying your appetizers. Let's roll a d10 to see how well those appetizers looked. There are five. They're solid. And they taste like a one, though. Eat my asshole. They look Damn. good, taste like shit. They're gonna have the shits like fucking Kelton. <laughs> this is how we win. We gave her the shits. You can't well if you can't stand. <laughs> the dogs passed. Ma passed. Her thugs all failed with a nat one. They're all gonna get sick. <laughs> <laughs> They're out and down for the count. <laughs> they all just like fall over. Not quite yet. They just have the upset stomach. We definitely didn't secretly poison any of the food. Wait, wait. You, you brought the food that uh that they made this morning. You thought you burned it. You did not. You just brought it with you. So we accidentally packed it in those doggy bags. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Everyone gets the shits today. You get the shits, and you get the shits. My character ain't stupid enough. I hate pretty stupid. All right. No, no, you had, to, you had to make you something fresh. The one smart thing I did today. Now, you guys get to start talking to Ma. Because Leroy's not here yet. And you guys found out from last time, Ma does not like to be kept waiting. Talisa's gonna... Talisa's downstairs ready to light, the, light their floor on fire if they... Yeah, uh... she's, she's, not gonna, she's not gonna open her mouth. She's just gonna have her fiery hands. For yeah, once. you're downstairs... Ma's upstairs. Because <laughs> nah, none of Talisa's shenaniganering is necessary at this meeting. <laughs> no. Considering Talisa's shenaniganery ended up getting us in this situation in the very, very, very first place. She was getting her feet underneath her. She doesn't know what you're talking about. Kelton, did you come in with them at this point? To give Axel a little more muscle and let Beacon just wait for um, Leroy by herself. Yeah, with with her having brought nine nine guys, he he would have come in too. Ax Axel's gonna need a hand if necessary. Yeah, she, Kelton's got to get his number out. 
Hey, I don't know. I cleared four people in two the last time. Helton's got to get his number up, so yeah, can't leave him <laughs> alone with all of all of the numbers. <laughs> with all of the potential death things. How many do you have, Kelton? Um, I think. Let me check. I have it in my notes. I'm pretty sure it's three or four. Um, it's something pitiful like that in comparison. Uh, Kelton is at six. I was gonna say I'm sitting on nine. Okay. Axel is at nine. I got three ahead of you. <laughs> See, it's one cleave away. Who's counting though? The Ursins. <laughs> uh, Kelton, Kelton, and Axel. <laughs> Who's counting? Kelton and Axel. Yes, the Ursins are counting. Okay, so Ma opens up by talking to Kelton. Kelton, dear. Yes. All the uh, messenger you sent said was that you completed the the jobs. But not how you completed the jobs. Please, tell me more. Well, uh... And she starts wrapping her fingers on the table. Impatiently. Undoubtedly heard by now of, uh... What happened down at the dock? Oh, yes. Uh, good old blunted spear will be, uh... Dealing with that boat for at least a week. Due to goblin priorities. Yes. We, uh, we went to, uh, go have a chat with him. And, uh, apparently him and Talisa have a little bit of history as well. And, uh, he had, uh, a friend of hers, I think. And, uh, she, uh, she took issue with that. She, uh, demanded to, uh, speak to the captain. Goblins, uh, being goblins, uh, told her no. And, uh, she set their ship on fire. Very good way to make a goblin captain no longer a captain. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he did come out to talk with us after that juncture. Uh, which was her the goal um, to have that chat and uh, then uh, he there was a hole there was a lot of fire then there was a hole in the ship and he may have fallen into the hole of fire on the ship uh, I didn't so he may be dealt with permanently. Uh, we didn't stick around to, uh, determine whether or not he, uh, made it out of the ship. So, maybe? Oh, good. He fell in to a burning ring of fire. <laughs> he fell down, 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 and the ship sank down. <laughs> but that, uh, that was how we dealt with the... Sigurd, yeah. And Wu? Uh, Wu, uh, we, uh, went to, uh, the Golden Job, under, uh, went into the sewers. He has this cool, uh, bone golem monster thing. Uh, we ran into that. That was not fun. Again, Talisa... Almost got skewered by that thing uh, on the way out. 
Beacon tried to uh, talk to Shang Wu. Uh, he did not for one moment believe that she was an experienced drug user and uh, told her to uh, go smoke for about six months and then come back. Uh, then uh, Axel and I uh, decided to have a little bit of a different conversation with him. Uh, long story short, he has agreed to uh, stay put and smoke for the next few days. Stay in his little hidey hole. So he's going to be staying in the drug den then? That's what he said. Uh, assuming oh, that good. you trust him to uh, keep to his word, then... Uh, Would you trust a pothead to stay and smoke pot for a few days? Uh, yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> if he has snacks, I didn't check to see if he had enough snacks, but he's got plenty of people who will go get him snacks, so he will probably just stay put. Yeah, my, I, I would totally expect him to just stay there if he's got plenty of food, drink, and Maiko. He's probably going to be fine. I don't expect him to, uh, to not <laughs> stay there. Now, the I'm one thing I need to know and the very last person on that list, <laughs> what is going on with Leroy? Uh, Leroy is, uh, fortunately, why we had to uh, meet you here now at, at this time. And at this point in time, that bottom door opens wide open, and you just hear, Oh, good to see you there, Beacon Darling! Now, I do declare, I saw a carriage out front that looked a lot fancier than most of the other things I saw, and Beacon just quietly escorts him up, opens the door, and he looks in and sees... Oh, Mama Dady, it is such a pleasure to see you. I figured I might be catching someone of a higher caliber here because of that fancy long stretch carriage out front. Oh, by the way, your car's on fire. Her thugs get up and run out. All nine of them leave immediately to go deal with the car. All you hear in the background is Leroy Jenkins. Okay. So, at this point, now that good old Leroy Wolf is here, I think this is a good time to end this session and pick this up another day. Y'all have a fantastic evening and just keep wondering what is going to happen between Mama Dady and good old Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I will say is, if you guys are still enjoying the show, please head on over to facebook.com slash groups slash Hebridian Tales. That's H-E-B-R-I-D-I-A-N-T-A-L-E-S to join the conversation over on Facebook. Also, don't forget to follow us over on Instagram at H-E-B-T-A-L-E-S. 
you can always send us all kinds of thoughts, theories, and uh, suspicions, as it may be, to H-E-B-T-A-L-E-S at gmail.com. And if you are liking the show so much, you wish to support us, and you want to hear us play live, please check out our early bird specials over on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com slash H-E-B-R-I-D-I-A-N-T-A-L-E-S. That's Patreon.com slash Tales. I hope to see you all there, and until next time, guys, just remember to keep elevating your game.